This is exciting stuff. We're here with Ashley Reisler, a former intern, (laughs) volunteer, and trained wish grinder for Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley. Ashley, welcome to the Wish House podcast and to your first Zoom interview. How are you? Yeah. Yes, I'm good. Thank you for having me. So what you've been up to during this pandemic, this period of time of weirdness that we're all going through? Have you been, how have you been keeping busy? I actually went down south in February uh, of last year, and I ended up staying there doing work until the beginning of July. So I was not home from February to July. Um, we're actually, um, doing some real estate stuff in South Carolina. So I was doing that. So I was kept busy and, you know, thankfully where I was, things were not that bad. And, um, yeah, just, just staying busy and, you know, being safe. We're so excited to have you as one of our guests on the wish house podcast. Um, share with our listeners a little bit about how you got, you first heard about make wish and how you first were involved with the chapter i know the story but our listeners don't so i would love to i I would love to hear it from your perspective yeah you interviewed you interviewed me for my internship um so i went to manhattanville college and i went um to go figure out what internships were available and i went through the whole list and i was like make a wish sounds great so i went for the interview with you guys with abe showed me around um and i ended up interning there for a semester I believe when I was a uh, junior, I think. Um, and it was just great. I worked actually with Bruno in the finance department, who was very um, interesting and he was very funny. And I, I loved working with everybody. And I um, I got to know, you know, Sharon and Megan who worked there at the time. So so Go you got it, you got first involved with the chapter as an intern. Um you know, what, what was it? Because you mm-hmm. said you were looking at the list of placements that you had as a possibility for your internship opportunity. What about Make-A-Wish made it stand out to you that you mm-hmm. were like, this is the one that I want to you know, dedicate my time to? Um, I knew that at the, at the time I, um, I also wanted to, you know, dedicate my time doing something else. Uh, so I knew that if I interned there, I would, you know, learn a lot about, you know, financial things. And I was a business major, so, um, and a math major. And um, I just thought it would be, honestly, I thought it would be fun. And I also wanted to see what the, what the, the back, the, what happens in the background of like things like that, where you can see where, you know, um, my family's always donated money to different foundations and different, um, different things like that. And I always wondered like, you know, where does this go? Like you, uh, when I went there, I could really see where it went. Cause I was a part of, you know, um, paying for wishes and figuring out budgets, budgets and all that kind of stuff. And really being like one-on-one and really learning about, kids wishes and where all of those donations go and how they, you know, uh, impact lives. And it, I, I thought it was going to be really fun. So it was. Yeah. And you're still with us. I mean, yeah. and just for context, just to give our listeners a little peek behind the curtain, you became an intern with us in the fall of 2009. So we're now looking at you're going into your 12th year of volunteering, which is right. crazy. 
Um, yeah. if you, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you were in college back then. I was only yeah. a couple of years into the job at the time. Um, we were just getting this internship right. program kind of off the ground or restarting it from what it was prior many, many years before that. Um, and then you became an intern. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we share with those that are interested in volunteering, excuse me, with interning with the chapter is we always let those interns know, mm-hmm. look, we're going to put you through the process like any other volunteer. And then once your internship is done, you're always going to have the opportunity to volunteer past your internship if you wanted to as an option. And so you were one of those mm-hmm. interns that right. took advantage of that opportunity and you stayed on. And we were so blessed and lucky to have you as a continue to have you as a volunteer since then, um, serving in a lot of different roles. I mean, you uh, not only were an intern, but you also were an event volunteer. You also helped. You're also a trained wish granter. You're also a trained wish granting mentor. Um, so share with our listeners a right. little bit about how you transition from being an intern, which I definitely want to go into like some stories of your internship with Bruno, especially he was known for whistling around the office. He um, had very interesting stories all the time. He was an awesome, awesome guy. Um, And I'm sure his wife, Uh, Anne, is going to be listening to this podcast and uh, I'll make sure to give her a heads up so she can uh, hear some of those Bruno stories. But uh, but going back a little bit, share with our listeners about how you transitioned from being an intern to then becoming a fully fledged volunteer and kind of the journey that that kind of took you through over the past, you know, almost 12 years. Um, I think I, I graduated and then I think it was a little bit after that, that I got a call and you guys asked me if I wanted to be a certified wish granter. And I was like, all right, you know, that sounds like fun. It sounded a little intimidating to me because I'm kind of pretty shy. And I was like, all right, well, I, I hope I, you know, can be good at that. I haven't, I've only seen like what happens um, in the background. I've never really talked to a kid or had to, you know, communicate with any parents or anything like that. I would just, I just saw the numbers part of it. So I was intimidated by that. But then when I went, I mean, everybody else there was in the same boat as me. If anything, I probably knew more. So that made me feel better. But um everyone was just so nice. Um, and everyone, you know, any questions you had, they were, you know, always had, um, very helpful people there to, you know, show us what to do. And I had great, um, wish partners. Um, my first wish partner was very, very helpful. She's been doing it for a long time. I actually did it with three people, my first wish. And, but the first wish was such a good experience that I was like, I could do this. I can do this. Uh, you know, I can do this with all the time. So I, I actually, I, I really loved it. And I'm really, I'm really grateful that my first wish was such a good experience when I had such good partners. You know, it's interesting you say that so. your first wish assignment <clears throat> was with a total of three people um, as your partners, because that was an experiment mm-hmm. that a uh, social experiment that I was trying out at the time to see um, if it would work. Yeah. And, um, and as you recall, you know, being a current volunteer, that's not something we do anymore. We don't have three volunteers uh, assigned no. to a wish kit anymore We're because not. of just the varying schedule scheduling that has to be coordinated amongst yourselves. And then you, you couple that along with the family schedule and their availability. So it, it tends to add an additional wrench into the process that kind of slows down things. So um, that was a one and that was a one year kind of thing and done. And then we went back to what we normally do, which is having a oh, pair of wish granting volunteers. So you, so I'm, ha- but I'm happy to hear that you still had a really good experience, 
even by having the three people on as uh, as wish granters. Because I was new. Yeah, so it was. I uh, it was just because I was. It was like the first one because it was actually two. Two of us had that was our first wish, and then there was the the main the main lady in charge who had been doing it for a long time. So I thought that's how they all first ones went. But yeah, okay. so 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 I'll explain it not just for you but also for our listeners so that they can understand the thinking behind partnering uh, volunteers mm-hmm. for wish 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 visits. So on by default, our goal is to have at a minimum two volunteers assigned to a wish kid. Um, typically for a newly trained wish granter, we have them paired up with a, what we call a mentor wish granter. Someone that's going to kind of show them the ropes, put things into practice that they learned in the wish granter training. They're showing them actually how to do, how to translate all the stuff they learned on paper and how to actually do it in person with Mm -hmm. the wish kid. So um, at the time of 2009, we were going through a period of time when we were retraining a lot of our wish granters, existing wish granters. And for some, we were also training them to become mentors because that was a new program at the time that we were starting here at our local chapter at Make-A-Wish Hudson mm-hmm. Valley. So what ended up happening was we mm-hmm. didn't have enough mentor trained wish granting volunteers for the new group of people that we were training as newly trained wish granters. So as a result, we had a double up. So two newbies with one mentor, and that's how we had to do it back then. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, now, you know, we're in a position where we have pretty much maxed out on, on our current volunteer base for volunteers that are, can be trained as mentors. Mm-hmm. And the ones that we're bringing in now, those are the ones on our radar to be trained in the future as future mentors for newbies. So it's it, it, it was a growing process back in 2009, but now we kind of got it down to a science where we already know before every training that we'll have 10 to 12 or 15 mentors that will be on the ready to get paired up with our newly trained wish granters, you being one of them, one of our mentors um, that are now being paired up Mm -hmm. with newly trained wish granters. So um, yeah, so for our listeners, that's kind of, again, another peek behind the curtain of how we operate here at Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley. Um, When you, do you you have any idea of how many wishes you've worked on since being trained as a wish granter? Because I have the number in front of me. I actually, I actually looked because I have it like all organized. So I have them all, you know, on my computer organized. And I, I believe the one that I'm currently working on is number 30. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. You are currently on your 30th wish assignment. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. you out of all those 30, you actually served as a mentor for nine of them. So almost a third of your Ooh. wishes were, were also as a mentor, which is kind of cool. Um, and you're yeah. one of the first, uh, people we've interviewed for the podcast that was a, is a mentor on wishes. And so oh. how, ha- how is that experience for you as a, as a, as a volunteer to know that you have that response, that we're giving you the responsibility to kind of bring someone along through the process of teaching them in a way on how to grant wishes, not just with the paperwork that needs to be completed or how to deal with the family that's present in front of you and how to be in the moment with them, but also yeah. kind of how it is to translate all of that stuff back to the office and kind of the way that communication works, given that you have a particular insight because you worked in the office, even though it was in finance, but you still saw the inner yeah. workings behind the scenes of what happens on wishes. So how is that for you, you know, that experience of being a mentor wish granter? I actually really, I really love being a mentor because I, 
when I meet, when I meet a new wish granter, I can see like what I was probably like when I started. And I was like, you don't have anything to be like worried about. I've had a few that are like, Oh yeah, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And I was like, just relax. Come on. Like, we're going to have fun. Like I, I try to teach them things that I've actually learned from other mentors. I've had a mentor of mine. Um, she was like, I was, I was always getting like, kind of like rustled about with like the paperwork and keeping track of it and making sure I did all of it. And she was like, just make a binder. And she showed me like this huge binder she makes. And I just had this binder and I don't even, I just bring the binder with me. Every time I go, I got, I got the, the, um, the wish DVD. I got flashcards. I got all that stuff. I don't even have to think about it. I'm like, okay, well, if I ever had to go on a wish, I just grab the binder and I just go. And I think that that's probably one of the most helpful things that a wish grinders, uh, wish mentor that I've had has taught me to do. Um, just like stay organized. And I don't know, I think it's fun to see somebody who's like just starting out and seeing, you know, how they, how they interact with the family and like, you know, and I try to just make it fun and I try to make them relax and it's, it's supposed to be a good experience. It's supposed to be, uh, you know, uplifting experience. And, you know, sometimes there are a couple little, you know, blocks in the road, but, um, I think like if we just work, if, you know, we just work together and any questions they have, you know, I, I try my hardest to explain it to them or I'll give them an example or, you know, like, this is what we're going to do. Like, what do you think? Or, you know, sometimes they'll be like, well, what do I, what do I, what do I say? And I'll be like, well, what do you think you should say? You know? So it's kind of, kind of just like talking it out and figuring it out together. And I, I, I mean, I, I love when you guys email me and you're like, Hey, we got a new person. You want to do this wish with them? And I'm like, yes, I do. I love it. I love doing those. I think I have so to... much fun. I mean, I, all wishes are fun, but I have to say that we on the other end are so excited and happy when you do respond that way. When we have our mentors are like, yes, I'm ready. Let's bring it on. You know, that's, that makes our lives a lot happier. Mm -hmm. It makes our process go a lot smoother. It helps ensure that newly trained wish grinders are assigned a wish mm -hmm. soon after their training. Because if you go too far out, to assign a, a new wish kid to a, a newly trained wish grinder. Sometimes the stuff that they learned, it's not as top of mind um, as like maybe a couple weeks after they're, they're trained. So having um, mentors like ready to go like you, that makes everything for everyone go so much smoother, mm -hmm. um, which it kind of, you yeah. know, I, I kind of teased it earlier, but I, you know, do you have any like, you know, funny stories or anything from your, you know, internship period of time at the office, or, you know, maybe one of those early wishes that you were assigned that kind of pop out in your mind as, you know, something that was a, a cool story that goes along with it. I wish I, I wish I had, I wish I had remembered Bru like some Bruno stories. I do remember him whistling a lot. And I remember like any question I had, it was always like, I was always like stressed out was like I don't want to mess like up the books you know and he'd have me like do different things and he'd always like look at me like why are you so crazy just do it like you can't mess it up just do it and I'm like okay okay and then there was other times where I was like oh do you need me to do something for you like is there anything you want me to do and he's like nah I got it and then I'd walk around to everybody else and ask them if they wanted me to do something so I you know I got tossed around I mean I did see a bunch of you know I 
I worked with um, Sharon in the office. I don't, um, you know, just like li- like anything that I could really do when Bruno kind of just shooed me away. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'll do it. So, uh, so you said that, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, so you said your background where you, what you were going to school for was um, business as well as um, math. So how does, so how did that apply? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you worked within the finance department you know, at our office, but you know, what are you up to now? Like, how did that, and is there any kind of pieces of make-a-wish within the stuff that you're doing currently for your professional life? Um, okay. Well, what I'm doing now is, um, real estate management. Um, my family, I actually work with my family and we, um, buy buildings or houses and we rent them out or we, um, you know, flip them and we do a lot of different things with, um, properties. And, um, I basically keep all the books for that. So I think seeing, I think I've worked with QuickBooks and, um, Quicken or what, whatnot with uh, Bruno. And that was definitely very helpful because I did take accounting, um, in school and it was, that was more like when I took accounting, it was like in a book on paper with pencil. So, um, to kind of bring that to like, you know, more of a business, um, a business approach. Um, it's definitely very helpful. I mean, I know, you know, I think it's really important to understand, um, money. I do. I think it's really important to understand money and finances and figuring out, you know, um, I mean, even if it's just for your own personal life, but I mean, I do it for, you know, uh, almost 15 different businesses. So I, you have to keep track of all those things. And I definitely think it was very helpful to have Bruno, you know, kind of be like, just try it, like, just figure it out, figure it out yourself and see what happens. And if you, you know, make a little mistake, then I'll come over, you know? So I think, I think that was very helpful. And I kind of, you know, um, I definitely learned a lot from him from that. And that's actually one of the things I was most curious about was, you know, to see how that experience in office translated to the real world, which is our goal with our internship program, is that we are giving you all the interns an experience that they can translate to real world life and whether it's a career or future businesses Mm -hmm. and things like that. So I'm happy to hear that you did get that out of the the internship uh, program at our chapter. Um, I'm curious, you know, what advice would you give other young people um, to, you know, as far as volunteering with our chapter, because, you know, you were, you know, in college, you graduated just a year, maybe a year and a half after your internship with us. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. you were young, you know, there's a lot of people with that age group that aren't necessarily volunteering with our chapter. Um, what advice would you give to some of those youth or younger adults um, on getting involved with a local charity like Make Wish Hudson Valley? Um, I definitely think it's very rewarding. I think it changes um, how you look at things. I think, um, you know, when you're young and you, um, I mean, you look back now and you think about things that when you were younger and you're like, that was like so, you know, unimportant and just, you know, there's just so many other things that you could have been doing with your time. And I think that looking back, it's like, well, you know, I, I did all these things and I, and I, you know, made a, an impact on somebody's life and I was, you know, helpful. And, you know, those people probably 
you know, are very appreciative of that. And that's what, that's what I take, that's what I would take out of it. And I think that starting it at such a young age, I think that it makes you want to keep doing it. I think it like make, it makes you feel, it makes you feel great. And that, you know, like, why would you do that? So, I mean, that's why I've continued to do it. So, and I've, and I've gotten multiple people involved in it actually. Um, I, I try to go to the wish ball every year. Um, I, I get, we, you know, this year, unfortunately it didn't, didn't happen, but we, um, we had a bunch of my friends had planned on buying a whole table and, I mean, we're, we're definitely looking forward to doing all that stuff in the future. And I, you know, a lot of my friends have, um, I've, I've got here too. You know, and that's actually a perfect segue to my next question, which was one of the ones that I've been wondering about since I started seeing your name paired up with this person over the past few years. And that's one of our board directors, Jason uh, Kaplan. You know, so how are you yeah, connected Jason. to Jason? Yeah. yeah, so share a little bit, you know, about first of all, for our listeners, so you so you're aware, Jason Kaplan serves on our board. He tends to have a um, a walk team for our at least the last two or three walks that I can remember. I um, got him to do that. I got him to you got do him that. to do that. So perfect. So that's what I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to hear about. Yeah. So so you connected Jason to us through the walk, or was it through some other way? Um, that you got him in our direction. Um, my fiance is actually one of his best friends, and he um, he's always asking me like, "Hey, what do you what do you do? Like, wh- you know, walk me through it. What do you what do you uh, you know do with Make a Wish?" And I and I'd be like, you know, that, you know, this is the steps, and this is what I do. And he's like, "This is amazing. It's amazing. Like, I just can't believe you do that. I think that's great. Like." you know, and I'm always trying to get him to be, um, a wish granter. And he's, I think he's, I think eventually I'll get him to do it, but you um, you can serve as his mentor. But, um, I, I told him that I said, we could do it together. No worries. I was like, I've done it. I could teach you. So, I mean, he's always amazed by all the wish stories that I tell him and, and, you know, and I tell him about, um, just the great experiences. And he was just like, I, I want to be a part of this. And it's actually a joke because like, I'm a, I'm a, a wish mentor. And he's like, yeah, but you're not a board member, Ashley. So, you know. <laughs> Man, he outranked you real quick. <laughs> he's fun. He's a funny guy. He's actually, um, he's, um, he's marrying my fiance and I too. So he's gonna oh, wow. officiate it. So he's, he's very, yeah, he's very, we're very connected. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear one that you're engaged, you're getting married. Uh, one of our board directors is mm-hmm. uh, serving as your officiant for your wedding. I mean, this is, <laughs> come on, we, we, this is a movie right here. This is a Make-A-Wish related yeah. movie with all the, just the network of how it's all connected. Um, did you know yeah. that Jason's team, and I know that you walked on it in previous years as part of his team, but he was the top um, fundraising mm-hmm. team for for the walk in 2019, which was the last one that we had prior to the pandemic. And he was always kind of like in that yeah. top one or two, you know, in the, all the years that he's two. participated. I think I think he won too. One was um, like the 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 highest team, but then I also think it was the highest individual. Person. Yes, you're and right. He actually gave me one of them, so one of them's on my desk. 
Oh, really? Yeah, he gave me one. It's on my desk. That's so yeah. cool. So for those that, yeah. that well, aren't aware I'm to our listeners. I'm part of the team, too. <laughs> Absolutely. And for our <laughs> listeners, so that you, so you're aware, when yeah. we have our walk teams, one of the things that we we do every year is we have kind of like a mini ceremony right after the walk, um, wherever the walk is located. And we usually hand out awards for the top fundraising team, the top fundraising individual. We also have awards for the fastest time when we used to have it timed. We would have different age groups for the fastest times mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, it's so it's so cool to hear that Jason shared one of his top you know prizes with you who was uh one of the participants on yeah. his team um and and obviously you're you're mm-hmm. the the reason why he's connected to us and why he's serving on our board was because of his connection to your fiance and and to you and it's really that 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 really right. is exciting because that's what volunteering with make wish is about is connecting members of the community together um sharing the the light that wishes bring into families lives during a very dark period of time for them um, so you're, right. you're helping do that on so many different levels from the program side of wishes to the fundraising side, you know, um, with, you know, serving, like having Jason participate in our walk and having him do fundraising like that. And, and obviously in your fundraising that you've done in the past as well, um, which I recall you did, I want to say you did like right. a fundraiser early on into your volunteer experience. I forget what it was. I, I, I don't remember. Um, I feel like you did something. As a fundraiser, I think I, I think I bought. I think the. I didn't. I restock. I restocked the the gift closet. That that's what point. it. That's what it was. Yeah. So one of the cool things that we have <laughs> yeah. at our chapter for our listeners, if you want to get involved, is we have a toy closet that we have packed full of toys, and these are the toys that we use that we that we invite our volunteers to bring with them to went to their wish visits when they go visit the kids in person when we had in person visits. Um, we would have them pick them up at the wish house. They would pick out some stuff for the wish kid along with their siblings. Um, and then they would go drop it off as part of the initial wish visit. And one of the cool programs we have at our chapter is we have this wish list of things that we always are in need of like Lego and gift cards for our teenage um, age kids and, um, you know, teddy bears and just board games and crafts and all these different things that kids like. We have a whole wish list, which we'll be sure to share in the description of our notes. Um, if you want to get involved and do a donation like uh, Ashley made, which was to have a bunch of toys. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Actually, I think we have that photo. So if you're cool with it, we will share that also in the in the notes section sure. of this episode. I so they, <laughs> so we can see that picture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah. but yeah. It's really exciting because it's one of those things, like you said, you know, you, from the goodness of your heart, you were saying, we know that kids need these things. Um, you went ahead and, and, and grabbed and got some stuff and you collected them from others and you brought them over to the wish house. And those got turnkeyed really quickly. Volunteers came in, picked them up and dropped oh, yeah. them off. And usually around the holiday season is when we get an uptick in toy donations because, you know, just holidays and toys are kind of synonymous. But we need toys throughout the year. So all throughout the year, um, we're in need of it. And even though we're currently in the in during this COVID nineteen you know pandemic, we still have toys being sent mm-hmm. out to our wish kids you know via mail. Um, so any toys that could be donated yeah. that are new and their pack original packaging, those are welcome anytime at the wish house. So again, all that information will be in the show notes if you're interested in getting involved. 
Um, so Ashley, thank you for, for that toy donation. That was a good, uh, I totally forgot about that, that it was a toys. Yeah. That's I awesome. should do that again because that was fun. I like doing it, that. It, yeah. it, it was so much fun. And we again, we have a wish list on our website that lists out all the themes and things that we're always in need of. And, and we change it up about once every year wherever we see like trends. Like there was a period of time where everything was like Miley Cyrus. Like everybody loved Miley Cyrus and everybody loved Justin Bieber. Those got swapped out. And now we got other kids that other, other celebrities that kids are into. Um, so a lot of times these celebrities, when they're coming up, they're always coming out with some fragrance or some sort of jewelry of some kind or whatever. And those are always really cool things that you can yeah. add into the toy closet that makes it more personalized for that kid based on their interest, which is what wish enhancements right. are all about, is, is bringing some joy to a child's life and bringing them some cool you know, gifts that can help build a relationship with them, um, build some trust with them. And ultimately, that's going to translate to a more fully fleshed wish uh, whenever we get the paperwork. So that's always a really helpful thing. Um, so mm -hmm. moving on to this next segment of this uh, podcast is what we call our shooting stars segment, which is a series of questions where you say the first thing that comes to mind. So I'm just going to throw out some stuff and let's see what comes to mind. All right, Ashley. All right. Okay. So. What is, I mean, we talked a lot about so many different things from wishes to fundraising, to internships, to volunteering, but out of all these things, what would you say is your favorite Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley memory? I really like the wish balls. I really, I look forward to those. I think they're a lot of fun. I think um, when the, when the wish kids come and I like listening to the stories of the wish kids and like go on the stage and I like the silent auction. I like, like the, I just like getting, I like getting everybody together for the same cause. I like that a lot. I like that. And and you were one of those volunteers that kind of saw good? our growth. <laughs> you saw our growth over the years of how we, um, the type of volunteer opportunity that, that we offer for example, like our wish ball where you served as a silent auction volunteer. Mm -hmm. So you were at the silent auction table oh, yeah. throughout the event, and you would be there to help yeah. kind of drum up some more donations for a particular item that's on your table. And then towards the end of the night, yeah. you would then change roles and you become a silent auction volunteer, like in the room where you're collecting donations from right. our guests at the wish ball um, through a lot of different ways that we do it. And so you were one of the volunteers, you, you go back to when we used to still have literally pen and paper um, doing that kind of stuff. Now yes. everything's done, it's all automated. It's all like on tablets, but yeah. you were one of those volunteers that were there yeah. back in the day when we used to do all paper and pen on clipboards. And before we had like yes. an automatic like silent auction where you, you were part of the group that still had to put like the, the um, what do you call it? The tablecloth the over the top of it so that people wouldn't continue to put yeah. bids in after the, the bidding closed. <laughs> So that yeah. was another like additional challenge yeah. that you had to deal with. But, you know, is it weird like thinking about it like that? Because it doesn't feel like, honestly, we're both really young still. And it feels like it was so long ago, but it wasn't <laughs> um, that it was that yeah. it was things were being done. I mean, I like There's been so much growth. Yeah. I mean. I, I will say, though, that going to the wish balls and being um, a guest I was actually I wanted to like volunteer like because when people you know like when Jason would like buy a table I'd be like oh you know like but I 
I want to volunteer. I loved that. I loved like, you know, raising my hand being like, I got somebody here, you know, and like doing stuff in the back. And I liked doing that stuff. So I do miss that, but you know, other, you know, other people can enjoy it, but um, I like being involved in either part. That's awesome. And we love having you there as well. Cause you were one of those volunteers that we could always bank on. And we knew where, I, whenever I was looking at the the, the floor plan. And I was like, which table do, where do I put this volunteer at? Which table? I would always put you at like the heavy hitters table. Cause I knew that you would be able to handle it, especially when you have 10 or 12 people all yelling at you <laughs> at the same time saying I'm me, me. And then you had to like figure that whole yeah. thing out. Like you always were really smooth in finessing your way yeah. around those situations. And that's the type of volunteers that we need in that kind of environment is to kind of stay calm, you know, see, you know, complete the task that's, that's needed. Um, because there's a lot of high energy, there's a lot of excitement in the mm -hmm. room. It's very easy to get caught up in the moment of all these bids and thousands of dollars of of, of that's just kind of be thrown around in a, in a sense. Yeah. Um, so it's very easy to get caught up, but you were always okay. cool, calm, collected, I like and we could bank on you. Yeah. So that was that was great. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you Thank know, you. you've worked on, you've worked on now going on to thirty wishes over the years. Um, mm -hmm. I know it's kind of hard to pick one, but, you know, are there any wishes that kind of, that you worked on directly that kind of stand out to you in some way, whether for really happy reasons or maybe some sad reasons? Um, but were, are there any there that kind of, when you think about your wishes and you kind of look back and in retrospect, is there any one of them that kind of is the first one that pops into your mind? Okay. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed this one wish I had and it was, um, a little girl who wanted a playhouse and it was like a playhouse with the play set and all that. And I was really involved in it because it was, she was very specific in the things that she wanted. And it was, you know, like, these are my favorite colors and I wanted to be like this. And she was just the sweetest little girl. And she was just so excited and, um, nobody told her she was getting it. So it was a total surprise. And I got to be there when we surprised her. And, um, the only two things was that she wanted the the swing set with the little playhouse, but her her other thing was that she wanted pink and white polka dot curtains for the playhouse, and I made those. I I put them up there. I got her like little little seating area. I made her like little pillows inside. I made her like these things that you hang from the ceiling. It was like it was like her own little. Really loved that because it was so specific to her it wasn't just like a gift it was like this whole thing for her and she was just it was I actually got it on, on video and um she was just so surprised and she just ran up to it and she was like yahoo like it was the cutest thing and I just it was I think that was probably one of my favorites I don't have a favorite but it's one of my favorites and it's interesting that you mentioned that you made those curtains sure. yourself and you made the cushions yourself. So that's one of those things that oh, yeah. we are so oh yeah, so uh, proud of our volunteers that really go above and beyond to create these experiences for our kids because it's not just going to like an online store and doing a checklist of things and buying it and sending it over. But you guys as volunteers really put a special touch, your personal touch on everything you're working on on these wishes. And Again, you're you know, thank you on behalf of the entire chapter of really picking up on those those details because those details are really what 
stays with the kid years and years and years after the wish is granted. Once they've grown up and they've moved on and their lives are doing are going great, they're thinking about those details that you got in, you got correct, which were the po- pink polka dot curtains. Um, it's that is literally that <laughs> simple. Had there yeah. not been polka dot curtains, it would have been like, you know, maybe it wouldn't have been as special for that child, but you really hit mm. the nail on the head with that. So um so that's a shout out to yeah. you and to yeah. all of our volunteers that again take the time to slow things down, really listen to what the kid is saying and not focus on all the big stuff, but really look at the little things that are gonna make that wish right. really stay with them for many, many years. There's another little girl and she wanted to go. Um, so we played the game, the wish game, and we got it down to she wanted to go on a Disney cruise or she wanted um a Hello Kitty pinata. Okay. That's what we were talking about at the end. And I was like, okay, you know, let's, you know, let's kind of, you know, figure it out. And then, so nobody told her that one either. So it was a total surprise when I came over to deliver it and I bought her a Hello Kitty pinata. Cause I was like, oh, you know, that could be, that's her gift. And she thought that that was the gift that she thought that was the wish. And she could not have been more she was like oh that's what I want you know it was just, she was so sweet and I was like okay I wasn't expecting that but <laughs> you know here's this um but you know but you also got a Disney cruise so it was you know it was it was really sweet because she was you know it was really cute <laughs> well it's that's that's what she was just so happy with the pinata she was happy about the pinata it was something so <laughs> simple in concept but long lasting in effect, you know, is that you, again, as a wish granny volunteer, yeah. part of your training is to really listen to what the kids are saying, because it's easy to get caught up into the, 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 the bigger stuff, the big things. Um, but it's those little things like a Hello Kitty piñata that really hammers home our mission mm-hmm. to, to these, to our kids that we serve. And um, I'm sure that she's still, you know, believe it or not, I've talked to a lot of other, um, to some wish alum across, you know, this time period of, of interviews for podcasts, and they always refer to something mm-hmm. they got as a wish enhancement years and years later. I mean, these are young adults in their, you know, mid twenties or in their you know early thirties. And they always talk about, obviously their right. wishes are amazing and they talk about the wish, but they also always talk about the details. Like we had one kid, his name is Brian, um, which I think you worked on yeah. wishes with him, Brian Chin, um, as a partner. And Brian, yep. you know, he talks yep. about all the time, you know, one of his biggest, his yeah. favorite things were Reese's peanut butter cups. And he got a box full of Reese's peanut butter cups for his wish. Nothing to do with the wish because his wish was to meet Ozzy Osbourne, but was one of those things that the wish granders right. heard him. <laughs> they remembered it. They put it in their, their Rolodex in their memory. And they brought it out when they needed to as part of the mm-hmm. wish enhancements for the wish. And that is what Make-A-Wish is about, are the details, mm-hmm. really listening to the kid. And um, and we have amazing volunteers like you that really help make it happen. Um, which brings me to my next question, which is, if you could have a wish, what would it be? And for our, and to give you some time, for our listeners, just to, so you're aware, we have five formal wish categories. They are to go, to meet, to have, to be, and to give. So out of those five formal wish categories, what wish would you want to have? Okay, I saw a wish and it wasn't from our chapter, but it was a little boy and his wish 
was to go to Japan and eat sushi. And I think I'm going to copy his because I thought that was really cute. Um, and, and the last question I have for you as part of the Shooting Star segment is, in one word, how would you describe Make-A-Wish? Amazing. Is that good? <laughs> amazing is perfect because you described everything you've talked about today. It's really amazing from your experience as a volunteer to, you know, working on, you know, 30 wishes now um, and mentoring almost 10 yeah. and bringing in board directors. It really is amazing that, you know, one volunteer can make such a lasting impact on our chapter. And again, on behalf of all of us at Make Wish Hudson Valley, we thank you so much for for donating your time to us because without volunteers like you, it wouldn't be possible for us to do our work. So, which is one of the reasons why we wanted to interview you for the podcast, because we knew that you had a special story to share and hopefully it inspires others to also uh, get involved on their end. So um, special thanks to our guest, Ashley, for joining us today and sharing how she's been touched by the power of a wish. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. To our listeners, remember, you can always refer to our show notes for additional information about the topics we discussed today. We invite you to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcast to help us reach as many people as possible about our wonderful mission. Special thanks to the executive producers of the Wish House podcast, Jillian Rodriguez and Sydney Wolf. Shout out to Wish alum Brian Chin for providing our podcast theme music. And finally, from all of us at the Wish House, stay safe and healthy.